0: Good morning, and peace be with you. Before uh, Roger comes up for uh, the uh, announcements, I've got a couple of announcements that I would like to, uh, to make. Um, you may or may not be aware that uh, Peg Jones got called home to be with the Lord uh, last week uh, on the 29th. She was surrounded by her children, and uh, she is forever at peace, forever without pain, forever without tears, and reunited with uh, her beloved and face-to-face with Jesus Christ. So we celebrate uh, her, uh, the memories and the times that we had with her, and I ask that you would lift up her family in prayer for peace and comfort. encouragement during this time tentatively um, the memorial service has been set for July the 21st so um, we'll let you know more as we know more but um, those are that's the news that I needed to to tell you and without further oh and I want to thank Diane for being here with us again thank you Diane and um, without further ado Roger would you please come up and let us know the news that's fit to tell
1: Good morning Reformation. Good morning. You're half asleep like I am, I guess. Let me try that again. Good morning, Reformation. Good morning. Better. Thank you. Okay, this month the missions is chosen people ministries, and they minister uh, to Jews, Jewish people around the world. Uh, talking about teaching them about the gospel of Jesus Christ. So that's a worthwhile uh, mission this month, certainly. Tuesday, oh, I forgot. Please take out your your schedule. I always forget to look at it after I go home. Tuesday at 10 a.m. is Sit and Be Fit over in Fellowship. Tuesday at noon is Bible study, and I believe they're studying the book of Acts. Tuesday night, there's a pastor leads a Bible study via Zoom. Uh, Wednesday, there's a prayer meeting at 11 a.m. if you'd like to join that. And speaking of prayers, if you look on the back, right here at the bottom, if you have prayer requests, you can pass them on to Ashley, I'm sure, and then you can also fill out one of the blue cards back in the narthex and turn that into Ashley again. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thursday at 10 is Quilters. Saturday at 8 in the morning is Men's Bible Study. We have a good group there. would like to see a few more men join in. It's, uh, Very relaxed atmosphere, you're not required to read, you're not questioned. Uh, You can take part at whatever level you'd like. Let's see, oh, VBS, don't forget to mark your calendars. On Tuesday, June 20th at noon, which will be replacing the regular scheduled Bible study, it looks like, we're having adult VBS. So be sure to look into that, sign up. And regarding music, as Pastor said, we're fortunate to have Nick and Diane play for us on occasion. I'm sure you know it'd be nice if we stopped by out in the narthex or as they leave the sanctuary here. Just give them a word of thanks. We really do appreciate what they do. Thank you. This month's celebrations, Linda Yabuki has a birthday. We're not going to ask how old. Steve and Bev Odinson have an anniversary, and so do Ron and Le- Vaughn Bush. And I think that pretty much sums it up. Today is the day the Lord has made. Rejoice and be glad in it.
0: Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. This is the feast of victory for our God. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you have given us grace to acknowledge the glory of the eternal Trinity by the confession of the true faith and to worship the unity in the power of the divine majesty. Keep us steadfast in this faith and defend us from all adversities. For you, O Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, live and reign now and forever. Amen. You may be seated.
2: good morning the first reading is taken from the book of genesis chapter one verses one through chapter two verse four and can be found on page one in the pew bible genesis one one through two one through two four in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth now the earth was formless and empty darkness was over the surface of the deep and the Spirit of God was hoovering over the water. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. And God said, Let there be a vault between the waters to separate water from water. So God made the vault and separated the water under the vault from the water above it. And it was so. God called the vault sky, and there was evening and there was morning the second day. And God said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one place, and let dry ground appear. And it was so. God called the dry ground land, and the gathered waters he called seas and god saw that it was good then god said let the land produce vegetation seed bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit and seeds in it according to their various kinds and it was so the land produced vegetation plants bearing seed according to their kind trees bearing fruit with seed in it according to their kinds and god saw that it was good and there was evening And there was morning the third day. And God said, let there be lights in the vault of the sky to separate the day from night. And let them serve as signs to mark sacred times and days and years. And let them be lights in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth. And it was so God made two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set them in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth, to govern the day and the night, and to separate light from darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fourth day. And God said, let the water teem with the living creatures. Let birds fly above the earth across the vault of the sky. let the lamb produce living creatures according to their kinds, the livestock, the creatures that move along the ground, and the wild animals each according to its kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let's make mankind in our image Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the surface of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds of the sky and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has a breath of life in it, i give every green planet for food and it was so god saw that all the all that he had made and it was very good there was evening and there was morning the sixth day thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array by the seventh day god had finished work that he had been doing so on the seventh day he rested from all his work then god blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it he rested from all the work of creating what he had done. This is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created, when the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. We will read Psalm 8 responsibly, and it's printed in your bulletin on page 6. In this psalm, David writes about the greatness of God. Psalm 8. What is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet, all the flocks and herds and the animals of the wild, the birds in the sky, the fish in the sea, all that swim the paths of the sea Lord our Lord how majestic is your name in all the earth the next reading is taken from the book of Acts chapter 2 verses 14 through 22 verses 14 and then 22 through 36 and can be found on page 1692 in the pew bible here Peter accounts for Jesus's life and resurrection acts two fourteen and then 22 through 36 then peter stood up with the eleven raised his voice and addressed the crowd fellow jews and all that you who live in jerusalem let me explain this to you listen carefully to what i say fellow israelites listen to this jesus of nazareth was a man accredited by god to you by miracles wonders and signs which God did among you through him, as you yourselves know. This man was handed over to you by God's deliberate plan and foreknowledge, and you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. But God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death, because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. David said about him, I saw the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also rests in hope, because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead. You will not let your Holy Ones see decay. You have made known to me the paths of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence. Fellow Israelites, I can tell you confidently, that the patriarch David died and was buried, and his tomb is here to this day. But he was a prophet, and knew that God had promised him on oath that he would place one of his descendants on his throne. Seeing what has come, he spoke of the resurrection of the Messiah, that he was not abandoned to the realm of the dead, nor did his body see decay. God has raised this Jesus to life, and we're all witnesses of it, Here ends the reading. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
0: The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew from the 28th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Our Gospel this morning comes from St. Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 through 20, and can be found on page 1550 of your Pew Bible. Matthew records Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. And when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. And then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In the name of Jesus. So today is the start of a new part of the church year. So far, the church year has been full of many special seasons and events. You'll recall that we began last December with Advent and its theme of Christ's coming. And then we celebrated the 12 days of Christmas, followed by the Epiphany. And in late winter and early spring, there was Ash Wednesday, there was Lent, there was Holy Week, Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, and Easter. Then there was the Ascension. And last week, we celebrated the Pentecost. And today, we celebrate the Feast of the Holy Trinity. And up until this point in the church year, we have had very many special days and seasons. The, the, that is the, the reason that the first half of the church year is called the festival half of the church year. So after today, there are no major festivals until the church year begins again with Advent. So we are about to begin the non-festival half of the year. That is the long season of green. You'll see I'll be wearing a green stole. The pyramids will be green. You won't see the Paschal candle here, the Christ candle, lit unless we have it for a uh, baptism or for a uh, funeral. So things are kind of just easing out right now. And as we begin the non-festival half of this year, the readings for this day, they have a common theme of beginnings. The Old Testament reading from Genesis, it tells us of the beginning of the world. We heard in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then Ken read the epistle, and that contains a part Of Peter's sermon that he preached on that Pentecost that signaled the beginning of the New Testament church. And then finally, the gospel today contains the institution of holy baptism, which is the beginning of our lives in the holy Christian church. So, On this feast of the Holy Trinity, each of these readings also calls attention to the, well, to one person of the Trinity. For example, the Old Testament reading tells of creation, and we generally ascribe that work of the creation to the Father. And the second reading is part of the history of the church. And we generally ascribe planting, nurturing of faith, and the birth of the church to the Holy Spirit. And then the gospel shows Jesus teaching and instituting a sacrament that these are the works that we generally ascribe to Jesus, the Son of God. So each of our readings focuses on one member of the Trinity. Now while each of these readings calls attention to one member of the Trinity, they they also, this is important, call attention to the fact that the three persons of the one God all work together. As the Father creates the heaven and earth, there is, you'll recall, a spirit hovering over the face of the waters. As Peter preaches by the power of the Holy Spirit, he preaches about the Son. And as Jesus established the sacrament of holy baptism, he tells us to baptize in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So whenever we see one person of the triune God take a leading role, we always, always find the other two persons making their contribution. This is especially clear in the work that the Son of God did when he took on our human nature. Even his conception as a man was a team effort. When the Son took on our human nature, God the Father sent him, and he was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Here we see all three persons of the Trinity at work. And that same triune God that was working together at his incarnation continued to do so all throughout his life. Jesus began his public ministry at his baptism. What happened? Do you remember? The Holy Spirit came down as a dove. We hear the Father declare that Jesus is his beloved Son, And that he is well pleased with Jesus. And Jesus began his mission of salvation together with the Father and the Holy Spirit. And all are active in completing our salvation. Jesus regularly prayed to his Father, and the Spirit was with him every step of the way. And then came the final days of his life. It was only on the cross that Jesus was ever alone. Even as his father abandoned him as he went through hell for us, even though Jesus was alone in his suffering, We know that the influence of the Father was still there, and Jesus was carrying out his Father's will by going to the cross. And then on Easter morning, the Father raised him from the dead. And later when Jesus ascended into heaven, he sent his Holy Spirit to establish and to nurture the church. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, began, continued, and ended his time here on earth in complete harmony with the other persons of the Trinity. Now we, on the other hand, we did not remain in harmony with the triune God. We began well enough Today's Old Testament reading tells us that on the sixth day of creation, the triune God formed our first father, Adam, from the dust of the ground. And Abba, Father, God, Dad, said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. God created humanity in his image. Sinless, he created humanity. Immortal, intelligent, and with a soul that was breathed into us by the very breath of God. We were to act on God's behalf and rule in his name. God gave us the most excellent beginning, and he declared us to be very good. Well, as we know the story, the goodness didn't last very long. You see, that serpent got into the garden, and he enticed our first parents to, to doubt God's goodness. And our first parents began to think that they knew better than God. And instead of honoring God by declining the forbidden fruit, they dishonored him by taking the fruit and eating it. They sinned against God. And with that sin, they brought death into the world. And our first parents broke their relationship with God, and we have been unable to restore that relationship ever since. Each and every one of us has inherited that that broken relationship. It is that broken relationship that makes life on this earth so hard. We all have hassles, stuff going on in our lives. Y'all are probably familiar with Murphy's Law, right? Murphy was actually an optimist because he said something to this effect. If anything can go wrong, it will go wrong at the worst possible time and in the worst possible way. We live with frustration, with danger, injury, and disease. And sooner or later, each and every one of us, we will die. And all of these are the results and the symptoms of our sin, our broken relationship with the true triune God. It's a broken relationship that can only end in both temporal and eternal death. Now, the really frustrating part of all of this is that we can't fix it on our own. Even Paul, the apostle, he had to admit this. He did in the book of Romans on chapter 7, verse 19. He said, I do not do the good I want, But the evil I do not want is exactly what I keep on doing. So even those who love God find it impossible to keep his commands. And since we can never heal that relationship, God is our only hope. Only he can renew that relationship. Only He can make it just as if we never sinned. Only He can justify. And that is exactly what He did when the Son of God, Jesus Christ, came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man. That is the reason that he suffered hell on the cross as the Father forsook him. He endured all this in order to renew that relationship that he originally had with us in Eden. So how do we receive that new relationship? Well, once again, we see the teamwork of the triune God at work. Just As the Father sent the Son to earn our forgiveness, so he sends the Holy Spirit to offer that forgiveness to us through the gift of faith. In today's Gospel, Jesus tells us how the Holy Spirit gives that gift of faith. The Holy Spirit works through the church to make disciples. He begins with holy holy baptism in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And he continues by teaching those disciples, those baptized believers, to observe all that Jesus commanded. And as the church follows Christ's instructions to baptize and teach, the Holy Spirit works through holy baptism, the holy spirit works through the word and instruction in the doctrines that Jesus Christ gave to create and to strengthen faith in us so today's gospel not only relates Christ's instructions to baptize and teach but it also tells us this that this is exactly how the holy spirit will make disciples and gather them in his church. On this Holy Trinity Sunday, our readings remind us once again of the unity of the three persons in one God. And even though each person of the Trinity has his primary primary role, that is, the Father as Creator, the Son as Redeemer, and the Holy Spirit as Sanctifier, each person of the Trinity is involved with everything that God does, especially in the work of redeeming us from sin, death, and the power of the devil. For we are justified by God the Father's grace, for God the Son's sake, through God the Holy Spirit's gift of faith. So we see that in all things, especially our salvation, the Father is God, the Son is God, and the Holy Spirit is God. Yet, there are not three God's but one God. In the name of Jesus, amen. Will you please stand if you're able? Let us together confess our faith to the words of the Apostles' Creed found on page 3 of your bulletin. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. Holy, 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 Lord of the Sabbath, we bless your name. You've called us out of darkness into your marvelous light. Guard your church purchased with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Keep her in the true faith without error, schism, or compromise until that day when you welcome her home as your spotless bride, Lord, in your mercy. Almighty Father, as the Holy Spirit hovered over the face of the deep, you uttered your word, and the world was created. In the waters of holy baptism, you have spoken our names and declared us righteous. You have drawn us to Jesus, the light of life, and saved us. Let his light now shine through us, that others may see our good works and give glory to you. Lord, in your mercy, gracious God, we thank you for your abiding presence in all times of life, especially in our homes by your word. Protect our youth from all temptation and sin, lead broken families to confess their wrongs to you and to each other, and then to forgive each other as in Christ you forgave them. Open the hearts of all married people and all who celebrate anniversaries, that their love for each other may never grow weary, but deepen and grow through every joy and sorrow shared be with the elderly as they cope with physical limitations and weaknesses give them the spiritual strength to cling to your mercies which are new every morning Lord in your mercy in government and law father you work to establish and preserve order protecting the weak, and fostering godly virtue. Bless our president, our governor, and all who make, administer, and judge our laws. Bless all who defend us in the armed forces, aid us in the emergency and medical fields, or inform us. Hinder those who oppress any people with mistruth or violence or fear. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty Father, as you continue to uphold your creation, be with us as we still suffer under the curse of sin. By your will, grant healing to the sick and comfort to the lonely, relief to those whose hearts are heavy with grief, and aid to those who are in need. Lord, in your mercy. Father, in the blessed sacrament, your Son gives his body as the bread of heaven, his blood as the cup of salvation. Help us to receive this blessed sacrament with faith and show forth the fruits of the Spirit in lives of faith, repentance, and goodness. Lord, in your mercy, and all these things and Whatever else you know that we need, grant us, Father, for the sake of Him who died and rose again and now lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us share the peace. Will you please pray with me? Blessed are you, O Lord. You have revealed your glory as the glory also of your Son and of the Holy Spirit, three persons equal in majesty, undivided in splendor, yet one Lord, one God, ever to be adored in your everlasting glory. And so, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn holy Do this in remembrance of me. For we know that as often as we eat of this bread and drink of this cup, that we proclaim Christ's death, his resurrection, and his glorious coming again. Let us now pray together the prayer that Jesus gave to us. Our Father. may be seated. We take Jesus at his word in all things. His word says, this is my body broken and given for you. This is my blood shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. If that is your confession, and I heard you, then come. The table is prepared. benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and grant you his perfect peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.